Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning as we gather here, we continue a series we began two weeks ago now called Believe. We are exploring the Apostles' Creed, something that we say most often when we gather here for worship. And again, we described it kind of this way as we kind of look at the Apostles' Creed. When we say it from week to week to week, it's kind of like we're sitting on an inner tube on top of the water, just kind of floating along. You can see a little bit, but not very deep. Sometimes you take a deep study of something like the Apostles' Creed or some other topic in Scripture, you take a really deep dive. That's kind of like going, you know, down deep, all in the water, you got the scuba gear on. We're not going to get that deep because that would take weeks and weeks and weeks to really dig down deep in the nitty-gritty of the Creed. So we're going to do something a little more like snorkeling. You know, if you've ever been snorkeling before, we put that in. You can see a little bit deeper and a little bit more what's going on. So we have a little more depth of what we say when we say these words, I believe. Again, the word creed itself, it's Latin for I believe. So what is it we believe? So to do that, let's go to our Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you for the gift of this day. Jesus, for the gift of your love and Holy Spirit, open our ears, our hearts, and our minds to hear your word, that your word would shape and mold us to be the people you desire us to be. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Well, as we get started this morning, I'll start with a question for you. And the question is this, what is a toy you remember playing with as a child? So think about this, you know, and for those who are gathered here in person or those gathering in live stream, you know, you might, we're all different age brackets, have different toys that you play with. You know, but one of the toys that I think about playing with is this guy right here. I don't know if any of you ever had one of these Bozo the Clowns, you know, that, that you, you give a good punch to, and his nose squeaks a little bit. And the great thing with Bozo, you could do what? You could punch him, and he does what? He, yeah, he bounces right back again. You can hit him on this side, he bounces back up again. Hit him on this side, he bounces around again. Hit him in the behind, and he bounces back up again. You know, and, and it doesn't really matter how hard you hit him, except for he's on the stool here, so I can hit him hard and knock him off the stool. You know, no matter how many times you punch him, he kind of keeps bouncing up. Now, Bozo is not magical here. That's not why he bounces up when we punch him. He bounces back up again because of the foundation that he has. He has this heavy foundation of sand at the bottom. So when you hit him, he's going to bounce right back up again. No matter how hard you punch him or kick him, he's going to bounce back up. And Jesus, Jesus once told a story a powerful story about foundations, about the power of foundations in our lives. And the context here from Luke 6 is what's called the Sermon on the Plain. Not plain as in, you know, on an airplane, but plain as in a meadow, a grassy area. The people were gathered out there on the plain. They were listening to Jesus as he was teaching. And as they listened to him, you know, they were not falling off to sleep. They were not on their phones. You know, they had put their phones down. They closed their laptops. He had their attention. They were hanging on every word that he said. And Jesus says, now let me tell you a story. Now the stories that Jesus told we call parables. And parables are stories. They are these fictional stories that have a real-life kind of, you know, punch to them. They help us to encounter who our God is and the relationship we have with our God. So Jesus goes on to tell this story, this parable, 
with this real-life punch about two people who were building a home, and each of them had two different kinds of foundations. A powerful story about two foundations and how those foundations can affect our lives today. And Jesus presents this story by beginning with a rhetorical question. Let's read that question together, Luke 6, 46. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? And if you've ever done that as parents, ask the kids why they don't do what you say they should do, or if you ever ever asked that as a kid, you know, why do you call me Lord, Lord? Now that phrase, Lord, Lord, the first thing to note is Jesus did not say, hey, don't call me Lord. You know, he accepted that title that they gave him. But that doubling up of Lord, Lord was an intimate way of talking about Jesus. It meant that there was this intimate personal relationship that they had with Jesus. Lord, Lord. He asked this question, and he asked this question. He is not looking for any answers for them. Again, it's rhetorical. He doesn't want them to give excuses for why they're listening but not doing what he says. What he wants is commitment. He wants them to hear what he says and to put his words into practice in their lives. This powerful story about two foundations is a story for our lives, our relationship with Jesus. Because again, Lord, Lord implies this personal relationship. So they're saying, you know, hey, Jesus, we're all gathered. Do we hear what you're saying? I love you, Jesus, but there's hate in my heart. I love you, Jesus, but, but I, not that kind of self-serving love that I should have for others. I love you, Jesus, but there's no generosity in the stuff that I have and the money that is mine. I love you, Jesus, but, and you just fill in the blank, that was the people of the first century, Palestine, who were listening to Jesus. I love you, Jesus, but. I love you, Jesus. Yet, then Jesus goes on to tell this parable, right? There's these two guys who build a home. Luke 6, 48, let's read these words together. It says, they are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on the rock. So the one who hears, he says, my words and puts them into practice is like the one who builds a home, not on the topsoil, but who digs down, who does the extra work to lay it on this firm foundation. Jesus is calling us to hear what he has to say to us, to hear what he has to say to us and let his word speak into our lives, into our identity, into our relationships with him and relationships with others. Now, in the Old Testament, the word for hear is often translated as obey. So when we hear the word hear in the Old Testament, that God is calling these people to hear his word, he's really calling them to obey. So again, it's not just, hey, I heard, you know, one in one ear, out the other ear, but it went in and it sunk down deep into my heart, into my hands, and into my very life, to my very existence of who I am. The New Testament's got a similar sense. It's got kind of this hybrid sense of hearing, that we, we hear, we don't just hear, but we really hear. And that hearing, again, it begins to shape and transform us. That's really the power of God's word, is that it shapes and transforms 
who we are. So Jesus doesn't simply want us to hear his voice and then walk away. He wants us to hear his voice and act on his voice. And as we do that, as we build our lives on him as the foundation, then when we encounter storms, because we're, we're going to encounter storms in life. I mean, think about what's going on right now, just in our world and in our community. There are a lot of storms going on. There are natural storms. There, there's nature that is ravaging fires in California and Colorado and Utah to the hurricanes that have been down south. Just the, the unrest that's in our communities, the civil and political unrest. There is, there's the racism. There, there is violence. There's uncertainty with economics. Oh, that there's this storm that's going on. And with COVID-19, a lot of us feel strained in our relationships. But when the storms come, what foundation have we built our lives upon? And Jesus is inviting us to build our lives upon him. In fact, this is, this is the truth that we, Jesus wants us to get. That if we build our lives on him, build your life on Jesus as your foundation. So you can weather any storm life throws your way. Build your life on Jesus as your foundation so that you can weather any storm life throws your way. Now, let's go back to the first century people. And Jesus first spoke these words. Again, he says, why do you say, Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say? Why do you act like you're listening, but you're not really listening and taking ownership with what I say to you? Those people in the first century, you know, they, they, they had hate in their hearts. They weren't willing to forgive others. They, they grumbled. You know, they, they were not generous. They, their love was self-serving. And if you look at that, how that was in the first century and you look at our lives, that's not much of a difference, is there? In fact, you know, it, we look at what those people there struggled with and we see that in our lives too. Then when we hear the Lord say to us, to you and I today, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? You see, even as we build our lives on Jesus as the foundation, we are not always going to obey him. Because the foundation is not our obedience. The foundation is Jesus. He is the solid foundation. As we build our lives on him, yes, we're going to weather the storms. Because no matter how much life may push us around, you know, we have a solid foundation, kind of like Bozo the Clown here. And we might get moved, and we might wiggle around, but we're always bouncing back up again, except for now he's not coming back up. Back up again, Bozo. We build our lives on Jesus. Now, but you talk about this, building your life on the foundation also means that we have a fresh start. Because we build our lives on Jesus and while Jesus is calling us to obey him, he calls us in that obedience in his grace and love. That our obedience is a response to the grace and love that he has for us. That often we have as part of our worship as we gather here, we have a time to confess our sins, a time to say, God, I have not obeyed you. Uh, maybe I did over here and over there, but over here I'm harboring hate in my heart. I don't want to forgive that person. I don't want to be generous. Lord, I, I am struggling over here, and, and I just really want to obey my own sinful flesh, my own desires, and not you. And yet our Savior calls us again to come and confess to him, to acknowledge our sins, and trust that as we put our lives on him, 
We're building our lives in the one who gave his life for us. That in him we might have life. That we might have a fresh start each and every day. Building our lives in Jesus is building our lives in the God who loves us so much that he gave his life for us. That we might have life in him. It is his grace and love that transforms us and shapes us and our obedience, and our hearing, and living out His Word. Living out His Word in our life. Living out His Word in our community and in our world. So that we are shaped by His love. Our obedience to His love is a response of gratitude for the love that He's given to us so freely in Jesus. So here's a challenge for us as we move forward into this new week. What step will you take this week to build your life on Jesus Christ as your solid rock? Maybe spending a little time in prayer, some time in, in his word, you know, opening up the Bible, you know, using a devotion. Maybe it's saying, you know, Lord, um, it's answering his call to be generous. Answering his call to stand up for those who have no one to stand up for them, for those who need an expression of God's love in their life. That building our lives on the solid rock of Jesus means we build our lives on His love, and out of that, the Holy Spirit works and transforms and shapes us to be the people of His love, in obedience for His call to live and to love others as we have been loved by Him. This is building our life on the solid rock building our lives on Jesus. We pray. Lord God, we thank you and praise you for the great gift of your love. And Lord, we know that we are going to, if we're not already facing storms in our lives, we're going to face those storms. Lord, it's easy for us to be knocked down, but we are reminded again and again that in you, as our solid foundation, we weather the storms. We know, Lord, that you call us to obey you, to follow you. And Lord, we don't always do so, but we also know in your grace, you invite us to come to you, to acknowledge the times we have put our fingers in our ears and ignored your word for our lives, and to be reassured of your love and forgiveness. So Lord, as we confess now our faith in these ancient words, we confess our faith in the God who loves us, the God whose love shapes our lives. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.